Welcome, Mistorians. Have you ever wanted to know the sad backstory behind Chuck E. Cheese? Or why Blake Lee was so bad? Then Secret Histories of Nerd Mysteries is the podcast for you. Join host Austin and Brenda on a rollicking journey through obscure nerdy topics. We have with new episodes every Wednesday. Find us wherever you get podcasts. Beep, beep, boop. You know things, I know some too. Sit right down, the will explain them to you. If there's a thing you want to explain, these two feminists can entertain. Nerdy stuff, sexy stuff, so much to know. Tune in for the Femsplain Show. Femsplain! Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, I see you're in your robe for some real morning vibes. I am. I'm even drinking tea, although, Avalon, I think this tea will make you mad. <laughs> does it have three ingredients? No, it does not have three ingredients. It's just that it's not really tea. It's just a tea bag. That looks like Chardonnay. It's a tea bag inside of a glass of seltzer, which is my new way of drinking tea. What the fuck? I promise it's good. It's it's surprisingly nice. It's just a little. I'm sure it is. It's like a fizzy iced tea, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It's a tea spritzer. Very, very. But don't call that tea. <laughs> don't look into my eyes and tell me you're drinking tea <laughs> and then hold up what looks like an old wine glass of. <laughs> of like old Chardonnay. It does look like Chardonnay of, that yes, went bad. Yes, of like last night Chardonnay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. But. Get your life together i refuse well hello listeners too uh hi listeners i'm I'm not past the tea what kind of tea is it chamomile with lavender interesting yeah well i just feel like you're on your way to a good cocktail i know if you add a little vodka to it it is a nice cocktail vodka yeah i couldn't decide i think i would do gin yeah probably because the chamomile and lavender is so floral already yeah yeah but i don't have that uh, so that's why I thought, um, vodka, but, uh, no, I just can't have more than one cup of caffeine ever in a day oh, now. Yeah. Otherwise it's panic attack city and I got stuff to do today. So I, yeah. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta switch to chamomile all the, all day long. That's why I'm fully off coffee, mm. but I can, I can and do have 17 cups of tea a day. <laughs> just like the old days. Just like- I've gotten right back to it. Yeah. <laughs> Great. uh good morning listeners what kind of tea are you drinking yes please tell us about it and if anybody judges me for having my cold seltzer with a tea bag in it it's not even steeping because it's cold it but the flavor is still coming through have you ever put it in the sun (laughs) no (laughs) (laughs) don't try putting it in the sun for 12 hours and let me know how i don't plan ahead my drinking plans for the day enough to set something outside for 12 hours before I'm going to drink it. I am an you do instant if gratification if you, if it's girl. it's Nick. If it's Nick, you will. <laughs> oh my gosh. Welcome to Femsplained. This is a podcast primarily about the different ways you can consume tea. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it sometimes is also a Femmes Only Clubhouse podcast where two Femmes have the mic, but all gender identities are welcome to listen, laugh, and learn with us in the morning. Indeed. In the morning. In the morning. So, In the evening, not all gender identities are welcome. Yes. In the evening, it is closed. Yeah. <laughs> closed. Yeah. It's like, where is there a place that's all ages family friendly until a certain hour and then it's adults only what the dave and busters is that true i think so Ugh, god i hate dave and busters well that's the wrong opinion i just oh god the worst people go there scam it's really but you don't go to dave and busters to meet people you go to dave and busters with the people that you're going to be interacting with yes and all of the people that would want to go to dave and busters with me were awful (laughs) all the time um i get i guess i'm awful (laughs) (laughs) you've never gone to dave and busters with me because I didn't know there was one because I wasn't allowed to know what was actually on Long Island. Yeah, no, that's that's also true. 
amazed the things that I found out were there. <laughs> no, you're allowed to go to two places maximum. Did you know there's a beach there? Yeah, there's several. I didn't. On I didn't know. <laughs> For four years, I didn't know there was a beach you could go to. Yeah, so many beaches. Yeah, weird. And all and very David close Buster's. together. Yeah. 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 Um. So anyway, this is a Dave and Buster's tribute podcast where two queer femmes have the mic. And no one. And our names <laughs> are Dave and Buster. <laughs> Can I be Buster? No. Yeah, you're Buster, but I wanted to be Buster. I'll be Dave. I'll be no, Dave. No, I'm Dave. I am Dave. We all know I'm Dave. You are wearing, are you wearing a, a zip up fleece? That's a very Dave thing to wear. Yeah, pretty much. But it's also like a crop top. Oh, see, now that's a Buster thing to wear. <laughs> We've all got a little Dave and, and a, a little, little Buster. Buster exactly. It's it's the ratio that matters. Yeah, that's <laughs> the only requisite though for being Buster is that you have to have a little propeller beanie. Yes. All... So I'm just telling you that if you're gonna be Buster, you have to have the beanie. All non-binary people have both a little bit of Dave and a little, and a little bit, bit of Buster, Buster. <laughs> and it's the one that you feed. And that... <laughs> um, I, I love it. Um, Avalon, has anything nerd culturey happened for you? Anything going on there? No, I've just been I've been streaming a little more. You have been on commissions mm -hmm. i have been more caught up on critical role because i watch it while cycling are you super caught up i didn't see it this past week because i don't have the subscription anymore okay well watch the hashtags because people are upset so there's you lots know, of spoilers you know i got i got spoiled while it was airing yeah that was i, I um, it was one of the First episodes I've watched live in probably months, and I got shocked you? and upset a little bit. I I was a little stunned. Oh. Yeah, I thought I might have. I thought I misunderstood the spoiler because I thought there was no way. Yeah, I was a little shocked. I was. Um. Yeah, yeah. I definitely thought I misunderstood it. Yeah. Well, I will be watching that this coming week. Um, it can't be permanent. I don't know what to say to that. Oh, okay. <laughs> if anybody's listening to this podcast who also listens to Critical Role, I'm not going to give you any spoilers, but just, you know, if you're catching up and you haven't seen the latest uh, episode yet, just like watch with caution. There's some pretty dark uh, um, things that occur that might be a little triggering, traumatizing, so... You know, just oh wow, guard, guard yourself. Okay, so maybe it's worse than I think it is from the spoiler. <laughs> maybe the spoiler I got was a gentle version of it, possibly. Um, so yeah, that's that's my PSA. Uh, so anything else, uh, uh, nerd culturey? I don't think so. All right. Um, for me, again, Stardew Valley updates on my on my Stardew mm. Valley. Yes, I actually want this to almost be its own segment, is I want to know what's yeah. going on in Stardew Valley. All right, so at the spring dance, I danced with somebody other than my husband. Uh, it was a little bit disappointing because there was no drama that occurred from this. It was just really sad because Harvey was like, will you dance with me today? And I was like, sure, hon. And then I went to the dance and I... Uh, I instead asked somebody else and we danced and then nothing really happened. He Harvey just stood off to the side and watched. Um, you're not, you're not going to say that it was Shane. It was Shane. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so that happened. Um, the farm is doing great. We've got, uh, we've got goats now. We've got ducks now. I actually fished with a real rod yesterday. So that really happened. I'm very excited about it because uh, I've been using the training rod for two whole in-game years uh, and <laughs> have not been able to catch anything with anything else. Uh, and I finally did. I got to do like the um, Jody uh, friendship quest where you bring a bass over to her house. 
Um, oh, I don't think I've ever done that. I love it. I have gotten to some new interesting levels in the mines where I'm fighting skeletons. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm really, I'm really having a great time. I'm filling up that community center. I am super yeah. close to closing out the pantry, um, which is making me pretty happy. I'm really excited to yeah. start actually closing stuff down. Um, and what else? Um, I have gotten caught rummaging through people's trash cans five times. Sure. Yeah. And people are pretty mad at me about that. But but what are you going to do? Does it impact how much they like you? Like yeah, it, the hearts? You get a disapproval amount. It's not much, but if mm. you keep doing it, it will go down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> how are you feeling about your grandpa? Um, my grandpa. Oh, who gave me the, the, the farm? Well, how are you feeling about the deadline approaching? What deadline? For your grandpa to tell you if you've done a good enough job. Oh, there's the no way that is coming up soon. There's no way. Okay. I think you're halfway. It can't be. And... <laughs> <laughs> And I don't think he would tell me it was good at this point. Because of because of Shane. Because of Shane? No. Well, because of all the shit you're pulling. Because of all the because of all the drama <laughs> I'm pulling around. All town. the drama you're yeah. Look, I that we had a mayor who's sleeping with little old Marnie down on uh-huh. the farm, yeah. using our tax dollars to create lavish gold statues of himself. I can't. I this this guy. He's got to go. Our economy is tanking and he's over here hiding solid gold. I don't. Yeah. He's blaming that Walmart, but he's absolutely part of the problem. Yeah. Um, I go over. I I watch. I sometimes I go and I lurk at Joja Mart and I just see who shops there. I'm like, ooh, (laughs) I've never done that. I don't know who shops there. Very, very judgmental about it. Um. And uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm having a great time, a genuinely great time. Every night I come home from work and I open up Stardew Valley and I, on one screen and on the other screen, I have whatever friend is streaming and I just watch that and I play Stardew Valley and it is the best. And then I cry because I don't want to go to work in the morning. I just want to live in Stardew Valley. Well, I really enjoy that. Whenever I'm on Discord in the evening, it says Diana's playing Stardew Valley. <laughs> um, and City of Mist is tonight, which uh, yes. will, will not be the tonight that people listening to the podcast are hearing about. But if you're listening to this um, around when it is released, the first episode will be already up for video on demand, both on Twitch and YouTube. And... You can catch us live Saturdays at 8 p.m. EST. Uh, It is a really cool campaign with an amazing GM named Dee. If you don't know her, uh, their name is uh, It's Da Riddler, D-A, Da Riddler on Twitter and Twitch. Um, And she's just an amazing uh, GM. It's very, very creative, very cool. So. I'm excited to be watching it and producing it and just kind of fangirling off to the side about it. So I'm psyched. You know what I want to add to nerd culture and what it has done lately for me is your fucking cappuccino. Mm, I really like it. But the last couple of days I haven't been able to, to um, you know, uh, to to. Uh, participate not really for any reason just because work has been so busy and I never get a chance to to look at it um, but I really was enjoying it the first couple of days and I really want to get more people yeah. involved I do too mm-hmm. I really do too there, that's part of the reason I'm bringing it up yeah there are some more people that that the um, brought up some interest and I had a really great conversation with the creators of the app who messaged me um, on Twitter and told me that they are, you know, going to be making lots of changes to the app. They apparently they were a very brand new app. Uh, oh, I didn't know. And were made by just like two folks, and mm. and then their app 
got like a big influx because somebody posted about it on a social media somewhere and they are a little overwhelmed. (laughs) So um, it was fun that they reached out um, after I posted about it. And then um, we had a good discussion about their plan to um, get captions uh, working on it at some point. So um, when that happens, eventually I'll really push like a lot to to get more people because I know it's probably a little bit limiting for for some people to use it as like an only audio function but um but I'm really excited about that and uh I really want to get more people involved I agree I'm gonna talk about it a little bit go for it in case listeners don't know what it is which why would I I wouldn't expect you to because I think it's pretty new yeah so it is an app participation requires you downloading a new app which I think is the greatest barrier to entry but it's an app where as a as a group that is maybe centered around a theme or a common cause you can have a daily prompt and everybody can respond to that open-ended question with a maximum of three minutes Um, and then the the app knits together all of the responses with really nice transitional music so you end up getting something that feels very much like this american life to me where it's like you're getting real people perspectives and stories on on a topic and I think it's been so great it has inspired me a lot oh I love that that makes me yeah so like happy. creatively I've had like I've had a lot of like really big thoughts and ideas come from it and I I don't know I like it yeah I, I like it too I'm really glad yeah. you feel that way um so yeah if you're listening and you're, ours is centered around game design ttrpg design mm-hmm. so um you know people will send prompts about you know using um you know mechanics that aren't common or how to um you know write certain hooks about certain things and kind of get into it that way so it's mm-hmm. uh it's pretty great and i think there's stuff there too for even if you uh run games like gm sure definitely there are are topics and conversations about you know like what what mechanic from your favorite video game would you translate into uh dnd or you know like things like that i think that are just sort of little creative prompts that i've really enjoyed yeah yeah i like that so much yeah all right well anyway join that do that Avalon, I want to hear about this mystery topic that I don't know about. Are you ready for simultaneously the most specific and most vague topic in Femsplained history? I am. I don't know how to take that that description at all. I want to talk today about manga. Okay. But the only manga that I can talk about is the manga that I personally read in the late 90s and early aughts. Okay. So today we're talking about... Is that just one manga? No. Okay. Today we're talking about some manga in the late 90s and early aughts. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Great. Yeah. Can you tell me what manga is? (laughs) Yeah. Manga is Japanese comics. Okay. All right. That's what I thought, but I, you know... I'm often wrong. I thought yeah. I thought maybe it was more specific, uh, but I, I genuinely don't know. Like there's a thematic standard. Something or like formatting. that. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. If there is, I don't know. Um, OK, great start. So what great, are great. some of the what are some of the manga that you read in that time frame? So I started with Sailor Moon. Sure. Obviously. Yes. Sailor Moon is what got me into the door at a local comic shop when I was in fifth grade. My friend, who was two years older than me, told me, did you know Sailor Moon is not just a cartoon, it's also a comic, and if you go to this store, they have it. So I went, and I didn't know what really what comics were up until that point. And every Wednesday, I would go to see if they got new issues in, because that was the shipment day. Mm-hmm. And sometimes there was nothing new for Sailor Moon, and it was like, I already got my parents to drive me here after school. What's what else is going on in this little section over here? Sure, this little manga <laughs> section. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and sometimes I'd buy enough Sailor Moon stuff. They'd throw in like a little bonus sampler of manga. Ooh! So there's like a, a periodical or like a magazine that would have like a chapter from each manga 
in it and he gets to read them all. So that really turned me on to other ones as well. Wow. This sounds like a great little comic shop, to be honest. Yeah, it was a great little comic shop. It sure was. And then eventually major booksellers like Borders started having all kinds of manga. Yeah. And then when you would get Borders gift certificates for Christmas, get yourself a manga. Is Borders still in existence? Not that I know of. I don't think it is. I don't think so either. God. Yeah. sucks. Okay. So there you go. So so you started with Sailor Moon. That makes sense. What yes. was... All right. So a lot of times comics... I know nothing about manga. I've never read any. But I am a comic book reader of sorts. And I know that a lot of times when comics are based off of American TV shows, it's often just a comic rendition like a, a, mm-hmm. of the show you already watched would you say the sailor moon ones are like that or are they new storylines just involving the same characters and universes well i just am glad that this is a remote podcast because i want to slap you right in the face <laughs> I, w- <laughs> the comic came first oh okay what the, what the <laughs> hell i don't know Oh, I don't know. Maybe someone already femsplained Sailor Moon to you, and you should remember. That was three years ago. So? <laughs> okay, you're correct. You're right. Okay. Yeah, I know. So, <laughs> so then I would say, uh-huh. opposite question, is yeah. the TV show following directly along the lines of the manga? Yes. Oh, um, cool. Although it needs to drag it out a lot more. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot more inserted uh, and like little storylines and stuff and a little bit more character development to get more episodes out of it. Except that there is an entire season in Sailor Moon between seasons like one and two. Yeah. That's like, or well, I guess it is then season two by default, but it's made up. It's not in the comic at all. It's like this weird truncated insertion season that's not in the comics oh okay yeah and so what I guess what made you enjoy reading it versus watching it It, especially since you had seen presumably a lot of the show before picking up the books I think that it's more dramatic is what it is oh the cartoon is engaging and silly and like fun to self-insert but the comic is more like high stakes romantic dark feeling to me and I think that that may just be the way it's drawn sure more so than it being written for a different audience but yeah oh well yeah I mean that makes sense um okay but I I guess I'm more curious about other ones that you yeah that's the topic oh okay (laughs) I just I'm sorry I'm just no 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 I love it I'll always talk about Sailor Moon um yeah so the first comics I can remember the first manga I can remember buying after Sailor Moon were Dragon Ball Uh uh-huh and Card Captors I have no idea what Card Captors is is that another show it it is also a show yeah but I the show had not come out in the U.S. yet when I started reading that comic all right well tell me about dragon ball because i know vaguely some things about that yeah so dragon ball is like the prequel's the wrong word but it's about the main character in dragon ball z when he's a child oh okay yeah so it's baby goku i think i bought that comic because somebody in my neighborhood told me that it had naked people in it (laughs) Great. Now, <laughs> were they lying to you? No. But it wasn't necessarily what you'd think. Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z comics notoriously have some weird sex stuff going on. What? Really? But, yeah, not good stuff sometimes. But oh, no. this comic specifically, um, it just had the main character who's a child drawn naked sometimes. So there's oh. just like a little... There's just like a little little boy penis like squiggle. You need all right, we need to go back in time and have a chat with your friend about <laughs> like 
what? <laughs> I think there might have been boobs or there was just they talk about boobs a lot. There's also like a lot of panties jokes. What is the target audience for this, do you think? I don't know. Do you feel <laughs> when you were reading them, did you feel like these books were speaking to you? I felt like they were a little risque. Yeah. For me. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like maybe they were for teenagers. Sure. And not like fifth graders. Yeah. I think <laughs> I think there's like sometimes comic books are, can be deceiving that way just because comic books in general, just like cartoons in general, feel like they should be for for kids. Um, yeah. It, just based on the colorfulness and the and the, you know, uh, brightness of it all. Do you remember the first time you saw a penis in the media or in media? The first time I saw a penis in media was in this sex ed book that was not given by my school. It was one that like my parents bought at a bookstore and I distinctly remember this art. And if I saw it again, I would immediately be able to recognize it. But it was like very cartoonish and it was like, the only like media I had as a kid that was like, here is what an actual naked body looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and that was that. I think the next time I saw one was in pornography. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. I don't I, I don't know. I know that I have seen penises in in like media Film. in like. TV yeah. and movies and stuff like that. I know that I have, but I think it was a long time after. Yeah. I, you know, saw them in porn. I saw my first TV penis was train spotting. Oh, yeah. Oh, and that's, that's not yeah. a, it's not a great one. Not- <laughs> no, and it's not a movie for kids. It was one of those things where it was like, it's summer vacation. I don't have anything to do. I'm just going to watch a DVD off the shelf. And it was upsetting yeah for a lot of reasons i watched that movie Um, for the first time with my mom (laughs) oh no (laughs) yeah i was i i the none of the themes i didn't understand anything that was happening sure the baby hallucination super fucked me up Mm -hmm. and to this day i think a lot about the scene where somebody shit the bed i don't remember it that well as i was it's been a while but i was so perplexed by the themes at play in this movie that I thought oh my god I thought that one of his testicles had exploded oh my god that is how foreign that anatomy was to me at this time yeah I I um I was a little bit older so that part was not quite uh, the shock to me, it was just this the shock of seeing this film before for the first time with my mother and yeah. scenes like that um, coming up. I. Well, I'm uh, glad that you hopefully at no age thought that testicles explode sometimes. Um, You know what? I don't <laughs> believe I ever had that specific misconception, <laughs> but I had others. Um, yeah. I thought that um, that milk came out of there um, for a long time. <laughs> like real milk? Yeah, like human milk. Did you think it also came out of breasts? Yeah, I thought that was like the thing about human reproductiveness. It was just like we've got the the boob milk and the dick milk, and then and they <laughs> they those two things are very. I I don't know. <laughs> I really had I I. I thought that that was what yeah that was. I definitely didn't think anything came out of there <laughs> why would you no <laughs> um so sex education in America is not good everyone no it's no, not no, no, doing no. great <laughs> things for us um nope. so that's that uh okay so sorry manga uh I forgot yeah. how we got to train spotting but but Oh, we were talking about the supposed nudity in Dragon Ball. Oh, yeah. And the the foreignness of genitalia. Yeah. In the media. Very much so. So uh, I'm assuming that the nudity in Dragon Ball was not at all as traumatizing as the nudity in Train Spotting, but nope. Still, it is weird to be a kid and like to look through a comic book and see 
yeah. a penis squiggle, I'm sure. Yeah. Were yeah. the stories so this is this one is a prequel to the story that's set up by the show. So this is sep- like a, a different thing. So there's actually a Dragon Ball show, which is him as a kid. Oh, there is. There's a show and comic of him as a kid. Oh. And then there's sh- a show and comic of him as an adult. Oh, okay. Um, And I do think him as a kid came first. So I don't think it's like a prequel. I think it's just less popular. Oh, huh. Interesting. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So... So now the card the card one is intriguing to me. Card captors. Card captors. Card captor Sakura is the name of the comic. Card captors was the sh- cartoon that they made. What does card captors mean? Well, the plot of Card Captor Sakura is that there's a book filled with something akin to tarot cards. And each one has a different spirit on it, like the spirit of like a like water um, sure and some of them are elemental and some of them aren't uh and they all escape so this girl this very young girl with magical powers great love it is like the chosen one to go capture them all to put them back in the book and then once she captures them she writes her name on it and then she can command it and use them in the capturing of later cards Oh, so it's very, yeah. um, there's some Pokemon-esque-ness there, right? Um, In the capturing aspect, I could see that. But and, it's, then, and then but like it's, using the ones you've caught already to, you, to fight I the other ones? I could see that. But it is also a little bit of like a uh, secret identity situation. So it's Ooh, not, I like, it's not like normal in that world. She's just a normal schoolgirl or whatever and no one knows she's doing it and stuff like that oh, okay it's not like yeah she walks down the street and like 72 other card captors right uh, exactly challenge her to card capturing yeah gotcha okay um there does end up being another person trying to capture them that she's in a somewhat rivalrous oops we're in love oh, situation with yeah. great love it yeah um okay well, good. So far, I'm liking this one the best. Um, that one's pretty good. Um, I didn't love the cartoon. I was going to ask. Yeah. So you did watch it, but didn't love it. I, I watched it at the time, but it wasn't didn't feel as much like anime to me at the time. It just felt like a cartoon. And I don't know what the difference is there, but that's how it felt. I think it may have just been that it was on Fox Kids Saturday morning instead of tsunami and that that difference was enough for me that it yeah. didn't feel yeah fuck fox absolutely yeah. um so what made you stop uh what like uh, reading manga because uh, uh, if you did it just sounds like you kind of set it up that in the late 90s early aughts is when you yeah. read this i so we moved, so I didn't go to the comic book store anymore. So mm. I had a big gap from that. Um, even though I would just reread those sampler books that I got. Mm-hmm. And I have to talk about one of the comics and, and one of the sampler books. Oh, my God. Please. It is, I believe, called Peach Girl. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. I'm already worried. Yeah, you should be worried. Peach Girl is a high schooler. And was bullied. Sure. Because everybody said she was slutty. Oh, okay. Yes. And the reason everyone said she was slutty. Oh, no. Was because she was a lifeguard. What? <laughs> and as a result, was too tam. Um. So this comic is about this high schooler trying to navigate the world, making inappropriate assumptions about her. Because she's a lifeguard. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. Yeah. So did you ever read more than just the sampler? No. Good. I could never find it. But I I almost wish that I had so that I knew more. Wow. Listeners, if anybody has the, the deep truth, I think we have to reach yeah. out to Secret History of Nerd Mysteries and ask yeah, them to tell us piece. everything about me. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but I would love to know. But I, what bothers me is that those sampler packs, like those sampler comics that get thrown in, 
unless I'm misinterpreting, like the the comic book shop clerk like picks those out for you. Oh no, it was like almost like a zine that the oh, publishing God. company made of like you know okay. a bunch of different comics. Good, yeah. I was like, why is this grown man giving you that as a wreck? <laughs> Because I don't like it. No. Oh, good. Great. Yeah. All right. So what did you like most? Pick any of these. But like, what did you like most about these mangas that you read when you were young? I think I probably. (laughs) Oh, boy. I think I probably liked how romantic they were. I mean, it's just. It's, I mean, the the timing of that answer is poor, but uh, but they yeah, yeah, right, so. but that that can still be true about other ones and about other storylines and things like that, and and yeah. also like, you know, there's a reason that we that we censor content for children is that you you are you know you're not gonna pick up on all of the problematic things, right? And I like I liked I mean I liked the magic I like superpowers I like. But I, I do think that there was usually a balance for me of something kind of romantic happening mm. and something special and supernatural happening right. to average seeming people. I do love that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big, big favorite trope of mine. Um, yeah. Wow. All right. So I have a question for you. Yeah. And that is of the – I'm not going to say – I'm not – gonna say Sailor Moon because I know that that would be the answer to this question mm-hmm. but between the Dragon Ball and the card captors uh, manga <laughs> or another one that you maybe haven't mentioned yeah but of those two at least if you had to pick one of those universes to go live in which one oh. would you pick it would be card captors okay yeah I mean it's just the real real world but I like I like how um supernaturalism and powers and stuff are set up in that world I think it's cool also ooh, one of the really cool things about Cardcaptor Sakura is that she wears a different outfit every single time every single time what every time that she would you know the equivalent of transforming into her superhero self Oh, um, it's a completely different outfit every time. I really like that. That's really the strength of the show, and it's not magical. She just has a best friend who like really likes making Does her outfits it take... and like forces her to wear a different outfit each time. Oh, that's very realistic. Yeah. Does it take her forty-five minutes to change into her superhero outfit each time, like Sailor? Moon? I think so. Great. I think so. Great. Yeah. I think like I think she's supposed to actually have been putting on those clothes in real time. It's there's yeah nothing transformative about it. Well, to be um, honest, Sailor Moon had a whole magical transformation, and if she could have just put the clothes on herself. She could have just excused herself to the dressing room. But she needed to spin through space. And <laughs> wow! So I think that just from the from a perspective of the comic artists who are, it's called. I'm saying it. It's they. I guess it's like I think it's a comic collective. I don't really understand how it's structured, but the the author of Cardcaptor Sakura and a couple of other more f- famous manga is Clamp. They're called Clamp. It's C-L-A-M-P. Clamp. And that's not one person. That's like a, a, a I think it's a people? group. For all I know, it's five people and those are their initials. I don't actually know what Clamp is. Okay. Let's, I'm just going to look. Let's just see what Clamp yeah. is. Yeah. All female Japanese manga artist group. There you go. Cool. So, yeah. So, I appreciate Clamp and um, I think their art style is very pretty, but I really appreciate that they drew a different beautiful outfit for each. Yeah, I really <laughs> like that a lot. Um, yeah, but they did um, another pretty famous one from the time that I read called Chobits. That's also a pretty big problem. It's just about a, a grown-ass man falling in love with a sex robot. Sure, great. Who is unable to, I think, I think she has like the cognitive equivalent of either a very little child or like a rabbit okay so she was built <laughs> sexy yesterday she was built sexy yesterday okay yeah. great fantastic i love that <laughs> <laughs> trademark that sure. <laughs> it surely will yeah um, and it's kind of like a pinocchio story you know right she wants to be a real girl or he wants her to be a real girl uh, yeah anyway yeah um i did 
so when I was very young, I started cosplaying, not really knowing that that was a thing because it was early internet. It's just that I was co making costumes that I liked from comic books. And I did that until I realized that was not cool. And then I stopped doing that. Sure. Um, but I went to a Halloween dance at my middle school, my first year of middle school. And the only thing I had to wear was a card captures costume I had made based on one of her beautiful dresses. Sure. And that was an embarrassing experience for me. <laughs> Are there pictures of this anywhere? Well, there was like a couple's photo booth equivalent um, that my friend and I took a, a couple of friends photo in <laughs> that is somewhere. Yeah. What? I, I just looked like a, I looked like little Bo Peep is what it was. Yeah. And someone asked me if that's what I was. And honestly, that's what her outfit was clearly inspired to be. But I was mortified because what fucking middle schooler would go to a Halloween dance dressed as little as, Bo Peep dressed as little Bo Peep what yeah. loser would yeah. do that <laughs> you definitely not um yeah. wow so first of all I'm proud of you for cosplaying at such a young Thanks. age I like that Thanks. a lot I, I wish I had I wish I hadn't stopped the day someone thought I was little Bo Peep yeah <laughs> I, I I just I think that that's so cool I would never have thought to to dress up as a character I liked when I was young. I didn't, yeah. I just didn't know that was an option that you could do that. Like, I thought like, you know, if you did something like that, people would just shoot you. Like, you can't just Goodness, do that. Goodness, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, it'd be forbidden. Uh, but I, but I like that a lot. And then, um, you know, I really, I really was envious because I was too afraid in high school because I was uh, I was a l loser. Like I showed up, mm -hmm. you know, wearing wings sometimes. Um, sure. But still, like there were girls that did show up to school in like what I'm probably I probably didn't know at the time, but was probably cosplay of something mm -hmm. um, like big, like time piece dresses and stuff oh my like God. that. And I was secretly jealous. But yeah like definitely distanced myself from that oh, because I was like, no, I need to not be more bullied. Be yeah. <laughs> but at least then you would have, I don't know, safety in numbers. I don't know if that's the thing. Yeah. Or just like My, people yeah. to talk to about, about nerdy things, yeah. which I didn't, I didn't get until later in life. My high school graduating class was 29 people. So you could not hide. You couldn't hide anything. You had to blend as hard as you could. Wow. You did not want to be the one who stood out. That's terrifying to me. Because so, so much would be focused. So much bullying would be focused on you if you're the one who was bullied. Nothing. I went to my graduating class was 1,200 people. Jesus. Yeah. Nothing scares me more than the concept of being a teenager in a group of 30 people and yeah. only 30 people. That, it's rough. That. My guidance counselor did not know me, and I loved that. Did not know yeah. a thing about me. The principal of the school could not pick me out of a lineup. Loved oh, that. Oh, yeah. No. T terrifying. Everyone me. knew you. That's Everyone terrifying. knew where you were supposed to be. Nope. <laughs> could never reinvent yourself over the summer because everybody knew that is not what you looked like three months before. I could reinvent myself four times a year. Man, that would have been nice yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like just just don't show up at the same lunch period and just go wow. to a different lunch period and there's all new people and you didn't know any of them my yearbook yeah all the people that got vote i like voted like most likely each care category by the way had like five winners because they wow. couldn't just like pick one um and i, I don't know any of them <laughs> i don't know who those people are Man, I showed up to school one day my junior year, and it was I didn't flat iron my hair, and I got called curly <laughs> for three months <laughs> because one morning I did a wash and wear to school, and my hair waved a little bit more than usual. Wow. Oh, my God. Being in high school is such a nightmare. 
Yeah. God. <laughs> what a just what a terrible idea. I know idea. that being called curly isn't like the end of the world. It, no, it but like time, for though. some reason when you're a kid it, it feels like it is. Well, it was like, Jesus, I better never change anything. I better do the exact same thing every single day. Yeah. I remember the only people that knew me were the theater kids because that was the only thing I did for all four years of high school, right? Mm-hmm. So like that was like the only the only group that like consistently knew anything about me and I just remember I had my hair was very long very thick very curly very um mismanaged and I hated it for so long and the first time I cut my hair all the way off which I never grew it back after this uh was in the ninth grade and I was after school I stayed for theater the day after I got it cut and all day no one noticed and it was beautiful it was a great thing. No one no one knew anything. And I walked in and this boy that I had a crush on, who was of course a homosexual, uh, <laughs> said <laughs> said to me, I can't believe you cut all of your beautiful hair off. And I wanted wow. to die. Yeah. Um <laughs> very much wanted to die. Um, and I think I probably let go of that a few years later. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But I, I mean, I don't know. I, it didn't get to me quite enough to make me grow my hair back out, which was nice. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. That sounds rough. I, I, it's so, it's, isn't it twisted that I remember, like that you remember stuff like that? <laughs> like the such innocuous comments that this person, I'm, there's no way that he remembers that interaction. What high school memory do you have that, like, most makes you want to die remembering? Seriously. There's, there's, oh, God, there's so many. I once tried to do the talent show for my school, which doing the talent show for, for, for my school was, like, just being an untalented person getting up on a stage in front of 4,000 people because that's how many people went to our fucking school. So, like, I mean, that's like, I don't know. That's a huge audience. And um, and I got up there and I brought out my guitar, which I did not know how to play. Ooh. And I started playing some Blink-182 song alone just on an acoustic guitar do you know which one just me i don't remember because turns out that i have a kind of stage fright where as soon as i realize that i'm afraid i can mm-hmm. no longer remember what it is that i'm playing <laughs> and i stopped playing in the middle and singing in the middle of the song and i just stopped and i just sat there in silence on the stage for like probably like two minutes like trying so hard not to cry and like I just remember somebody from off stage being like you can you, like just trying to be encouraging being like yeah nobody cares just just yeah start back over or pick back up or whatever like trying to get me to you know yeah just like Unfreeze. get over yeah. and go and I just could not and I I wound yeah. up just like standing up and slowly <laughs> Off the stage. <laughs> <laughs> oh no yeah yeah i <gasps> wait there's another one. Oh, tell me tell me tell me <laughs> there's another one i mean there's so many i could go on and on but there is a same after i got my hair cut and you know this is before i realized that you could find gay people to cut your hair but my mom kept mm-hmm. taking me to people who wanted to give me like these jamie lee curtis uh like short haircuts wow um and i was walking through the hallway and i this guy <laughs> was talking to his friend and was like why would she get her hair cut like somebody's mom? And I, <laughs> and I knew, just like I knew he was talking about me because I knew oh. that that's what my haircut looked like. And so I, I don't know what fucking came into my mind, but I turned around and I looked at him. 
And he looked at me with like horror on his face. Uh, and then I turned around and kept walking. But yeah, that's. All right. Yeah. What about you? So. Mine is it's a tie that isn't really they're kind of related but not really related to each other okay so i was i had a huge crush on two different boys named matt great all through high school sure um and i decided that i was going to ask one of them to prom and i had never talked to a, a boy i had never had any kind of like romantic anything mm-hmm. ever like i had never had a fake boyfriend i had never like talked to a crush before i was very afraid of all of these things sure and i got up the nerve and i asked him to prom and i did it probably really in a scary way okay so i like waited until after school when he was going to soccer practice and i just totally accosted him on the blacktop and i knew he was late for something and he was just trying to get away from me and like Obviously, we knew who each other were because there were 30 people, but he was the year above me. And I was just so weird. But I I just I quoted a Weezer song at him. Which one? Wait, wait, let me guess. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, You told him that you broke into his room and read his diary. No. Okay. Which, which here's the real problem okay a couple of weeks before we had become friends on live journal great and i posted those lyrics just 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 the ones and then and he liked it okay and then i said them again to him making eye contact with him so that he knew i had been talking about him in my live journal post god that the, i relate so much to feeling like your life is this dramatic when you're yeah uh, I want okay. I like I want to throw up right now talking about this all right and so, so what were the lyrics so then please. I <laughs> please it's the I'm a lot like you so please hello I'm here I'm waiting <laughs> I think I'd be good for you and you'd be good for me <sighs> yeah that. so then I asked him to prom and he said yes, kind of, in a very awkward way. And I was so happy that I ran no. away. Oh, God. Yeah. From him. Okay. To go home. Yeah. So two days later, somebody tells me that Matt is not planning on going to the prom. <gasps> and I said, what? And they said, yeah, I just heard him saying he's not going this year. So then that night, I had to call him on the phone. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh God. I never followed up or talked to him after that. Like, right. You but know, that's like very a normal person might. Yeah. And he said, yeah, no. I said yes, but it was just because I was uncomfortable. <laughs> Oh, and I said something along the lines of like, well, since I have you on the phone, like, you know, we don't have to go to prom, blah, blah, blah. Like, I think we have a lot in common if you ever want to hang out. And he was just like, no click. Wow. (laughs) Then I cried cried for five hours. (laughs) I feel, oh, God, I feel like that. That is bad. But I do feel I'm getting the impression that that was motivated out of trying not to like hurt your feelings too much. Oh yeah, yeah. Also, I was like both intense and not at the same time, not, like not normal. Like you know, like I, I didn't. It was intense, but there was there was no rapport building. There was no yeah. There was nothing. Yeah, was nothing. And then I just ran away and didn't talk to him about it for two days or talk to him <laughs> i admire your bravery that's what i'm gonna say here i've i, really I had do. never done anything like that and i certainly never did again <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yep yeah um 
But then a couple of days later, so we were so small that we didn't have a homeroom. We all had an assembly. Like the whole high school had an assembly in the gym every morning. That was the homeroom equivalent. Mm -hmm. And each section of the bleachers would be each grade. And I tended to sit towards the bottom of the bleachers. And my friend told me, my frenemy told me. Uh Uh-oh. That the senior class had a running joke about me because they all sat up higher and that was that every day in assembly you could see my butt crack <laughs> and all year i had been known as the butt crack girl because no my jeans. <laughs> no and that included matt <laughs> oh my god i'm devastated yeah well matt if you're listening to this podcast how do you feel now (laughs) you wish you'd probably the same i bet no probably not (laughs) uh yeah oh my god wow i'm like this has been a nice little therapy session I think Has we it? should. I feel worse. I definitely feel worse now that I've said it draw, out loud. <laughs> we should draw a manga about this. I know that not, neither of us have that skill, but. I think earlier you asked me why I stopped reading manga. And while the comic book store was no longer near my house, then I started being able to go to Borders and reading them. Yeah. So I used to go. And when my parents got divorced, the weekends I would spend with my dad, he tended to buy me things, which I guess maybe is a thing. I think like, I've I've heard yeah yeah not like anything wildly expensive but just like we would so we would go to Borders and I'd get to pick out like a book and a CD or you know whatever sure so I I started reading this one series manga series and after like the fifth week of buying me the next issue or the next book he said I want to see what I'm spending my money on because I heard some of these comics have oh, weird no. adult stuff in them <gasps> oh no oh no and this comic had tons of boobs in it <laughs> oh my god and my dad thumbing through that book oh no even though i said as soon as he said that i said wait no never mind i don't want that one i grabbed the wrong one he still looked at it, it oh and it no. had boobs <laughs> and he bought it for me and he didn't say anything but i never ever asked for one again <laughs> he still bought it yeah i didn't have boobs like you know like jugs magazine it's just like some of the girls there were a lot of hot springs scenes so there was a lot of like conversation happening while girls were just sitting topless still I, that's that's an interesting choice yeah. that he chose not to mention it I think he just chose to make me as uncomfortable as he possibly could. Yep. Well, they, clearly <laughs> it worked. Yeah. Yep. Oh, my gosh. So, anyway, that's that's manga. That's manga. <laughs> the and late I, 90s, early 2000s. And I love, I love that it turned into a little high school therapy session. I feel like I could talk about that all day, but I will not. Um, but I... <laughs> I think we should. I think that should be an episode. We could we could do we could do Jesus Christ. Oh my god. It would be it would be mortifying. Um but uh I think that that's gonna That's, that's gonna, gonna be it for the that's day. That's gonna be it for our episode here. Um <laughs> if you want more content from Femsplained, you can join us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Femsplained. Thank you so much for everybody who's already supporting us on there and especially to our VIP patrons, Chris, Nuance, Daniel, Celeste, and Sean Mystery. Sean Mystery. Sean Jean. No, no, I want to say it wrong every time. Jean? Say it different and say it wrong every time. Gian Mystery. Gian. Gian Mystery. Um, yeah. All right. Well, bye, Avalon. Bye, Diane. <laughs> you can find all of our Femsplained content either on patreon.com slash Femsplained. Twitter, you can find us at Femsplained Cast. 
Instagram, you can find us at Femsplain Podcast. And you can check out superdillon.com slash Femsplain to find the guest form and all of the different places where you can listen and connect with us. Awesome. You can find and follow me, Avalon, at A underscore Cat Attack on both Twitter and Twitch. And you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, TikTok, and all the places at Super Dylan. And that is D-I-L-L-I-N. Awesome. Thank you so much for your support. Bye. Bye.